podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How does the offer of free beer sound to you? As a loyal listener of the show, we'd like to reward you with just that free beer. Uh, thanks to our friends at beer52.com, you have the opportunity to sip eight free exclusive craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to beer52.com slash whistleblowers and for just four ninety five in postage, the rest of your beer will be free. What's more, the Whistleblowers listeners get an additional two extra free beers. So doing the mass, that's 10 free beers. Beer 52, uh, essentially craft beer pioneers. They traverse the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small batch breweries that you can find. Uh, no surprise that they are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month, Beer 52 deliver a case with a different theme. Themes have included Germany, Korea, Norway, South Africa, California, Finland and many more, but they haven't forgotten their roots. As an independent UK company, Beer 52 are also passionate about the UK craft beer scene. The beauty of Beer 52 is they, they don't hold you to ransom. There's no lock-in you can leave at any time. Uh, you basically order your eight beers, your ten beers in fact, see if you like it, and if so, subscribe. Jump in, jump off. Your first box will be sent to you the next day. As well as the best, most interesting beer money can buy, your case will include the award-winning craft beer magazine, Ferment, which includes the theme and individual beers you'll receive and a cheeky snack is thrown in. Just go to beer52.com slash whistleblowers. That's beer52.com forward slash whistleblowers to get your first case of 10 beers for free. It is Monday, the 20th of Jan, 2020. We've just recorded our third one of the year, third whistleblowers of the year. Martin, how do you feel it went out of 10? I did, uh, oh, 10 out of 10. 10 I, out we, of 10. We got the Godfather on, so Podfather. Yeah. And um, Mark Webster, great to have him Always back. a fun guest to have on. Well, I, do you know what? He taught me everything I didn't know. And <laughs> then he taught me everything I know on top of that, so I owe him... <laughs> A thousand Everything. thank yous. Yeah, a thousand quite, pounds, you say? Yep. That is legally binding. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, what did we talk about? You know what we didn't talk about? And this is mad that we didn't touch upon this. Derby's battle with the EFL. We didn't I even was, get interested in that. No one cares, How did that man. happen? I was even at the game on Saturday. You care. were. You were at my stadium. How was it's it? Did you enjoy yeah. it? Yeah, I loved it. I've got a massive soft spot for Derby, which it's, is it's a good, insane. Uh, it's a good day out, isn't it? Footballing terms. You went with your brother who lives there, is that right? It's fantastic. Yeah, and, Kevin Gritton. Hi. Brother. And we ended up getting a, I say we, Derby ended up getting a uh, pretty good result. Yeah, pretty scrappy good. game, I thought, but Derby probably probably deserved it. Yeah. What did you have to eat at half time at Pride Park? Nothing. Huh. Oh, uh, God. Just my Why own not? my own dreams. Um, no, I was, I'm, I'm on dry Jan, mate. Well, that's. You, you can eat. You can still eat. Well, I was what do you think dry jam means? <laughs> Not consuming anything. Um, well, listen, guys, if you no, enjoy this ate. chat... Tell me what, what you think dry January is. I will put down, and then I will send it in a Spotify playlist, um, what I enjoyed through dry jam. <laughs> well, that's so, not an answer. Um, Follow us on Twitter, at Football Podcast. Follow Martin Gritton on Twitter. What are you, Martin? M. Gritton, at yep. M. Gritton. Yep. And me, I'm at Mark Smith Stuff. Uh, tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, just, you know, shut up for a bit. Um, see, see you later. Hello and welcome to the Whistleblowers Podcast. I am Mark Smith, and I'm here, as ever, with co-host Martin Gritton. It's great to be back, Mark. It doesn't sound like it is. 
I'm just a bit far away from the mic. It's great to be back. I yeah, don't that's know better. I, can, I hope... You've got a really nice cardigan on tonight as well. Is it a cardigan? That's exactly what it is, and I'm glad that you picked up on that first, because our guest, our guest picked up on it before you picked up on it. Right. But then I picked on it completely separately. You didn't realise he'd already dug you out for it. Well, dug you out is not something that I, that's, a, that's associated with a compliment. Let's lead that no, into... There's a reason for that. Can I do this? Because... If you must. It's the double mark, mate. It's the, it's a mark for all ages. It's the original podfather, Mr. Mark Webster. Mark Webster, welcome. At which point, I, I really must say, of course it's not a cardigan. <laughs> it's a beautiful piece of interpreted workwear. <laughs> Thank you. Interpretive workwear. Interpretive workwear. That's exactly what I refer to it as. And that's why he bought it, and that's Correct. why he's wears it. Things get need to get done. Implies, and they get done. They get done in this top. And implies that you may do actually something <laughs> worthwhile with your hands. Or a killing spell. But in <laughs> practical terms... It's really just looking really good on your body Thanks. when you're down the bar. It's great to have you back, Mark. And that is what <laughs> Mark's wearing. Yeah. I'm all about looking good with things on my body in the bar. Yeah. I'm well with there. Well, Martin, you look good. Mark looks good. I Thank look you, fine. Mark. Uh, what was excellent, though, over the weekend was yeah. some of the football. Because you know what? Slick. We've had years and years was and years some? and years of United against Liverpool games being pretty dull affairs. Correct. And actually, I thought the one yesterday was pretty good. All right, very one-sided, could have been 5-0, but equally, Mark, could have been one all. You I, see the game? What would you make of it? I, I gave Man United everything that you need to give to the team that's playing Liverpool in that situation, which is credit. Yeah, through the kitchen sink at it. I mean, if people actually think that... Um, you should judge United on the performance against Liverpool in that game. Is nuts. Very true. They are ab- above and beyond that good Liverpool. And I've got to be brutally honest with you. I mean, I also think that United, and I suppose you're not meant to say this because they're Man United actually did a pretty decent job of being this minnow that the, the bats that had a, had a really good go uh, absolutely. at trying to win a game at, against Liverpool. So the way I look at it is this. I completely agree with you, Mark, because if this had been Leicester, let's say, and they'd gone to Anfield and they'd put up a performance the exact same as yesterday... Well, probably Watford. OK, well, whoever. But let's say, yeah. Le- let's say Leicester for the time being. Because if it had been Leicester and they'd done that and then lost with the... You know, they'd lost and been battered, but gave it a go, could have equalised, whatever, and then lose a second last kick of the game, would have said, pretty good result. Pretty, you know, pretty good attempt at a result, at Quite least. A loss. And that's with Leicester, who yeah. are probably a better side man for man than this United side. It's only the, the idea that we have in our heads that United are still a huge, relevant club that makes us think, oh, maybe they should do better than that. Actually, the, the things they've got on the pitch, the players they've got, and what they've got within that entire team at the moment, means they can't compete anywhere near them. They, this, this is just years of... That's a very good point. Well, you both agreed, and I will uh, try agree. Uh, up to a point, I just think... Well, there's, a, thing. there's an element. There's an element within... That victory, the only thing I'll hark back to is Man City. Um, Man City's dominance, what I'm talking about is Liverpool's legacy from here. I'm not talking about the fact that they weren't better. I'm talking about how good are they? How good are they compared to the team? I will come on to 
this in a minute, Webster, because I think you would be great, well placed to tell us how how well thought of in the eighties that team were. Not it's not an age thing, but it it kind of is. And um, compared to but Man United, but towards in the nineties were impenetrable. Yeah. And when they went on these winning runs, there was years they won the league without almost. They did it at Canter, and that was really. And we didn't find that disturbing. We almost was like going, oh, it's just because Man are great. It was just like an accepted norm. And I think that's something that Liverpool have had the opportunity to maybe establish. But do we think, though, that this is one of the first seasons, not the first season, but certainly the first season since Man City two years ago, and before that, quite a big gap yep. between the top team and the, and the second team. Yep, seems absolutely. To be, it seems to be, to well, me at least, it seems like there's not, it's not a competitive league this year there's a lot of competition in terms of everyone from second to seventh and then possibly but, but yeah. possibly. I'm, I'm not saying Liverpool wouldn't blow them away if Man City were at their peak yeah. two years ago but it feels like they are so much better than everyone else that I don't know if that's Liverpool being amazing or the league being weak I, I, you undermine I feel Liverpool's that's not my intention by the way yeah. they, they've been unbelievable no, I, I, and, and here's my you're right and here's my point is that if anyone says that Liverpool's success, which is almost inevitable, mm. is undermined by the fact that there is, it, because they're in an indifferent league, is ridiculous. Yeah, that is true. It's ridiculous. Because, not least of which, no one can go back across 40 years of football and, and pick out the bones of yeah, how yeah. results yep. happened and the way that teams won and lost and blah blah it you might feel like it and and football's a lot about emotion you feel you feel an idea it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's true. No. And I don't believe it is. No, it isn't. The point, the point that I think that Mark is worth making out of this is that all of the teams that aren't at the mark are willing, are capable of beating the best yeah. teams, which is the one anomaly about this. It's, uh, of the years gone by, you would never dream of a, well, Sheffield United are a bad example in this, but a Watford or a Palace, even a Norwich, which have beaten Man City this year, those teams are capable of beating the best teams in this league, which... But it doesn't feel like Liverpool, does it? It, it, does, it doesn't feel like, but, on their best day, that a team in the bottom five can go to Anfield currently no, and get a result. And this is, this is, I suppose, is the point. That Liverpool, this season, have just been... It, it's not the, the way they play, it's not the goals they score or the style of attacking, it's just the metronomic consistency it's like old school it's, United it's, it is, it is but everyone Man, Man, Man City Man City it, it, 1 to 11 are not that far off they might even be better oh no, than Liverpool I, yeah, I, but I, they I, don't have that mentality of get grinding there's no way no, that that grinding. Palace result happens you're absolutely to Man, to, to Liverpool. right you're absolutely right I, yeah, Mr. West, were you at, were you at West Ham or were you keeping an eye on West Ham recently because in terms of teams that you had a moment where under Pellegrini, I thought that you might have had the ability well, to work course, your way out, but not the, the steel, perhaps. Where we are is about, you know, there was, a, the, the last time we, we played was uh, the, the 10-year version of it, and there's protests outside, and we and, and we got a draw against Everton, it was David Moyes, get a draw, a draw against his own side, and in, in absolute pragmatic terms, that was a p- absolutely perfectly good result. And uh, West Ham fans moaning about 
in quotes, something, is absolutely right. And West Ham's owners trying to think that there's something wrong, in quotes, is also... The reason I keep saying quotes is no one bleeding well knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is so <laughs> it's so ambiguous, innocuous. It's, it, 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 of course, West Ham's owners in the last ten years have made massive mistakes. Yeah. Of course, West Ham fans have suffered in the last ten years for it. I there, I don't think it's any specific. If, if, if someone tells me there's a single line and drive through this mm. com- conversation. I would take it as a West Ham fan. I don't believe it exists. But you've had a strange season, fine. At the start of the season, though, I remember me and you, Martin, looking at the, that oh, squad of players and, and thinking, this is actually... You've got some stars in there, some game-changers, some game-winners. Are you? Are you? But <laughs> are you, are you disappointed? Are you, are you absolutely disappointed and shattered by what's happened this season? Or... Is it one of those things where at the start of the season you were just like, well, we've got good players, but we're West Ham and it's just going to go wrong? Uh, <laughs> it seems like a leading the, question, Mark. What was yeah. Objection. What was the second? <laughs> yeah. Uh, se- you're I, right. I feel like he, answering this he for you. lies the oh, but, but, but by the way, but what I mean by that is, it's always my own team I think are going to fuck it up. Like I'm a Derby fan, whoever we sign, I think... Sustained. Like, but we are going to... It's going to no, go wrong. I'm with you all the way. Because we've got, we've got a history of that. He lies the And right. so have West Ham to a certain degree. I guess it's a massive thing about this, at the top of the league where, where, where you throw money at a thing. Is that... I, I remember distinctly when we bought Anderson... Now, he came out of German football, and, and I spoke to a good friend who works for me, uh, with me, um, talk sport, and he said, great footballer, but the reason you've got him is that he, he barely turns up four times out of ten. Right. In the four times, he's golden. Brilliant. Which yeah. is probably why he looks... On his highlights, an absolute governor. He's a YouTube player. <sighs> he looks unbelievable on his highlight package. Yeah. But don't we all, babe? But don't he's not getting you out of jail. He's not going. He's not dead. And no. there are. And, and do you think you have got too many of those guys? Well, I, I think every there's a there's a middling ground in all of uh, Premier League football. West Ham probably been a perfect example where. If you get a nice football player, there's a reason you've got the nice football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, because he cannot keep delivering. And, Gretz, you'll know, because you, you've done it for a living, you've worked alongside blokes who, who you're going like, he's a genius, he, yeah. but he cannot help us. You don't know what you're going to get. No. Yeah, without, you know, without the old adage of literally not boxing chocolate. Are you worried about going down, Mark? I don't think West Ham should. No, because I think, God bless him, um, Eddie Al might actually take. I know. Well, this is down, and, and, which doesn't seem it doesn't right. Feel, well, do you know there's a fulfilling prophecy about naming a stand after someone that is your living manager, uh, currently, yeah. currently which I, I find churlish in the. Uh, in its lightness of well, the Eddie Howe relegation stage. Would they? <laughs> there we are. And um, so, like uh, the beauty of the Premier League, I just want to uh, expose it in basic 
statistics here. Newcastle beating Chelsea in the last minute. Yes. Glorious. Brilliant. Glorious. That's a great Chelsea team. I don't I don't dislike them uh, either way. I'm a fan of theirs, according to this podcast earlier in the season. Um Newcastle winning at Newcastle is always some moment of local hero glory. I just would hear that music running through my head. At Wolves 2-0. Sing, sing it for a bit. Anyway, it was the Gregory Gill director. His best film, his best film's that sinking feeling. So uh, if anyone argues, uh, at, at me, at Griffin. Uh, so Wolves coming back from... T- I, I'm a Southampton fan. I was, well, at halftime on Saturday was a Southampton fan. 2-0 up against Wolves. Wolves are superb. They are superb, but Southampton are superb as well. And and you said that as if... They've been great and you're looking at me yeah. now, uh, the listeners, my website's looking no at me now as if I'm... feels like Hattel. probably a really good uh, manager, except... <laughs> I don't know for years because Southampton is so bleeding indifferent. Is, is that right? That's, that's a lovely summation because Mark Hughes always thought he was really fucking good and he's actually really shit. So, um, and this is coming from a League Two footballer. Mark? Yeah, I think Wolves are um, on their day just brilliant. They've, yes. got, they've got some just brilliant players. Jimenez is one of the best strikers in the division. Traore is the greatest player the world has ever Don't seen. Don't try him. Try if, 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 if Traore He's could be consistent, if he could be consistent, he would be, honestly, a top two, top three team player. He just loves the weights. It's just too many weights. No, he says he doesn't do weights. Too many weights. He says he doesn't do any weights. He says he's just natural. But anyway, look, physically, unbelievable. His final, ball, his final ball is getting better and better. He's, he's the real deal. If, if, he, nah, if he sorts he's, out his he's consistency. Not the real deal. Anyway, look, we've got to go to a break. After the break, <laughs> lots to talk about. We're going to go back to United because there's plenty to talk about, particularly with the Marcus Rashford injury, um, which I know you're quite angry about. So we'll go to a break and see you in a minute. Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbott, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2, a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours. Welcome back. Uh, let's chat about some interesting things that have happened in off the pitch as much as on it. Um, Marcus Rashford, Mark, that was pretty damaging. Yeah, so towards the end of the game, Liverpool United, um, the commentator uh, revealed that the news had broken that Rashford had sustained a double stress fracture in his back. Double. Double, yeah. This is the thing. He Actually 100% worse than single. The thing is, he had a stress fracture in his back, and because of months, years, whatever, of essentially malpractice at the top of United's hierarchy, and not 
getting in anyone else. I'm not signing anybody. His back problems is, is due to his malpractice at the top of Manchester United's hierarchy. Oh, top of, yeah. Uh, well, look, think about it. Phrase. Top of his Spain. Think about, think about it. Think is about that it. what that is? Think about it. If United don't... If United, malpractice. If United... No, he's, he plays for West Ham. If ah. United replace Lukaku, right, we're not in a situation where Marcus Rashford is having to play games for United 90 minutes and coming off the bench in the FA Cup games when he's already got a stress fracture in his back, they've already True. admitted that, and he doesn't sustain a double stress fracture. Now, you can blame the medical staff, fine, and I think there's a lot to be said about You're that. Too. You could also blame Solskjaer for playing him, but at the same time, the only other option he's got is an 18-year-old kid in Mason Greenwood who <laughs> might be fantastic, but we don't really know. Martial, who, again, when he's fit, plays every game. It's not down the middle. No, fine, but he, that's where they have to, they're playing them wherever they have to because they don't have any other options because their transfer strategy is all over the place. Oh, no, Mark. So I'm, Rashford now, but I'm annoyed for England's sake because Harry well, Kane's already oh, out. Oh, he's annoyed for England's well, you should be too as well, you should sure. be as well, man. Yep. Uh, but we're overplaying these young players. Harry Kane, we know Harry Kane is injury prone. No. We know he has muscle injuries. I, well, I agree with And we're playing them all the time. I mean, Mark, talk to me about Harry Kane overplaying for England. I'm not. I'm not impressed by anybody, any footballer who says, "I'm. I can keep going." You know. You know. It's all about. And then managers say, "Well, he knows his own body." I think in in the modern age, if we all knew our own bodies, saying, like, "Well, I can't do that thing," it only makes any certain sense. If you've got absolute medical teams, which have been doing all that stuff for mm. ages and actually completely completely understand how things work. Would have, my, my, my worry for Harry Kane is the, the fatigue that he... He's a man that lives himself by the book. Everything he does is by the book, all right? So... He, li- he lives it, right? He, he lives, lives the it. whole football. But he also, like, the mentality. Do you know the thing? The things I love about him, his reaction after, remember when he scored those penalties in the World Cup that were so vital? And he's just like, this is a process. And all of it looked like it was just, it was like very Germanic in that way that, and I admired that and I envied that as a Scottish football fan. But also, him now as a player, you're going, him understanding the process. So him playing somewhat within himself to maintain that physicality, but then also leading the line, which is another thing as a player, which is very, very hard to do because you've got no support. So Lucas Mora, brilliant, again, as we talk about one out of four players. Yeah, Martin, you're right. What he's done, he's taken on... What, Too much, What maybe. he's done, he's taken on Tottenham and yes, England. Exactly. And... And he set this on with 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 his limitations of his body. Yeah, physicality. But, 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 but is this yeah. not again a a transfer strategy failure? You've got a situation at Spurs, like at United, where there's no competition for for the starting place. Not that Harry Kane's under any threat of that anyway. But, but, but why but not have someone say, who can play? Something say that you're coming well, in well, as a backup. But, Mark, so, let, but Kane's got to play. Well, let me come into game. this. Well, let me come into this where let's let's look at someone of his caliber. So the way that Chelsea managed it with uh, Giroud, which actually worked okay, but not professionally for anyone. And like, and you want that. And and Mourinho has this. And Mourinho is the guy that doesn't want to make subs unless he has to. It's a, it's this classic case of let's defend the fucking beaches. Let's like set up a stall, but. There's an element in me that goes, well, look at what Giroud did for Chelsea. Like, there is no alleviation because 
Tottenham don't invest in that quality of sub. Or they don't have that. Like Lucas Moura, one in four player. A guy that, that the blind luck of their Champions League run can be summed up by the players that turn up for them yeah, during that four, run. Uh, and, I lo- and I love that run. He, don't get me wrong. I fucking love that run. Football of the Month, when he arrived at Tottenham, disappeared forever. Mm. Arrived at... Came back for the of course, he, of course, he's a good football what? player, he's, but he's mercurial. Mercurial, you cannot rely. But, sp- but Spurs no. had, but Spurs last season, even as recent as last season, they had Lorente, who didn't do well. But he just, it just meant that Kane didn't have to play every single minute. That's what I'm asking them to do. I'm not saying they should know. management, match Man, management. You're right, That's right. What it is. but I, I do, I don't think Tottenham have got apps. I don't think. Um, Mourinho would love to have it, but I don't think Tottenham have got that as a fix. Well, where, where's yeah. Troy Parrott? I don't think they've got a fix. Where's, Tro- where, where's, where's Troy Parrott? Why isn't he playing? Well, I tell you why not? Because he's twelve. Fine, and I exaggerate for a fact. But United are doing well, it with Greenwood. Well, well let, let, let's look at this. Uh, he's not the answer to your problem. Well, we talk about pragmatism in the first half. Let's talk about it now. If I uh, am a Tottenham fan and I'm a fair weather one, and I've spent fifty quid coming to the game, I want to watch Harry Kane play. And if we don't play, yeah. uh, there's yeah, an okay. element of... So, no, what, next what, three what months, I'm saying well, is... As a Spurs fan, then, the next three months, you're knackered, aren't you? Because he's out injured. Well, do you know what? That's... It's... There's a... Are you talking about England fans or football fans having some long fucking like, view of what should be or what could be? I think people want immediate gratification. I completely agree. And that is all, the issue. I'm, all I'm saying is there should be more than one number nine... A club the size of Tottenham, or a player, or just a, a player who, who can play. That's all I'm after. That's that, all I'm asking I mean, for. it's Protect funny that football summed asset. up perfectly with the word substitute. There should be substitutes that fit those holes. I mean, like uh, you know, that again, the half seniors. We talk about Liverpool in the first half of the show. Uh, David Fairclough when Liverpool were fucking great well, uh, who added something more than good, part. Good old man knowledge, well played. But, but don't, but don't you think, Mark? I, the age of the substitute, the age of a squad player, has to be something that benefits everyone. Surely. Well, that, there's the point. Um, you can uh, you you got you got you you got your prime striker, right? So, as this conversation happens, we're in January, right? So there's bodies that were floating around. There's, there's going to be fellas, and Martin would have been one of them in his own in his own years. Who are just saying like? Who, who be, I want to play. Who, I'm itching. Who've been booked to say, look, we've got 20 games left. Go out there and nick us eight goals. Nick is a point. Nine goals. Ten goals. This is enormously important time in football. Now, it, it feels big if you look at the headlines and it, and, and, and enormously. Football players will be changed down for 67, 60, 70, 80 million pounds. I don't think they're the big deals. The big deal will be someone buys that guy. Right. Who, Absolutely. Who can, who can just Who's happy nick to you sit a on the goal. bench for 25 games. And he may, always, he may well, already be on the bench now. Yeah. Even in the championship. It's like a mobius be... band of truth here. We have Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as yeah. the answer to all but, our but, problems. Yeah. But look, Liverpool have it. Origi can do it, right? 
Uh, Man City have got Jesus who can do it. It's not like this and, doesn't exist at the well, top Lest, level. Leicester almost have an Archio is like exactly. almost. That's all I, I'm not. I'm not Leicester probably we... need another geezer though. Do you, do you not think they need another, this, name, another Zaka, man? Uh, they had a beautiful forward line. They had a lovely balance about them, and and uh, we spoke. You're right. This. That's the, 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 the there's a poetry about Leicester there. I like their man short, and they. No, we we bit short. Well, also Telemans. Telemans not delivering. Telemans for me it could be as good a midfielder. It could be a Varane. Could be. He should a be that Schneider. good. He? he should because because the vision the vision that lets yeah, Mark. Sorry, Mark. You just frowned. Is that? I'm just. I'm listening. Um, I'm just listening. No, I I found. Uh, I, I enjoy watching players that can inspire me to like. He can maybe do something different to Lanzini. Uh, uh, West Ham, the things that he could do when he was flying, but um, it that was, was the olden days, man. <laughs> I know that. I threw, I threw that bone at you so hard that you weren't ready for it. Uh, but you know the Payet, the um, those guys that were just like so beyond everyone else. It, it, like Tevez was at West Ham. I always feel when you, it's a privilege to watch players that play at that level. I mean, neither of you are interjecting here. I'm just interested to know. I'm still thinking about substitute strikers, that's why. <laughs> I'm, that's still floating around my head. Well, Andy Carroll coming on for Newcastle. There's a fucking substitute striker. That Andy Carroll, absolute... of course. Have you ever had a wardrobe thrown at you? Have you ever... How did you deal with that? Because that's Andy Carroll at set pieces, and it's terrifying. And well, all I want is someone to just... You sell... You seven I, wedge I'm the sell, I'm the sell Andy Carroll. <laughs> because it's, it, Andy Carroll may arrive at you... I'm... No, but like I'm... a wardrobe. I welcome it. Because that is but the way I want to go. His family and friends. Listen, with all their wardrobes. I want as well. them. Uh, that's the way I want to go. Because if you can, if you can chisel, if you can put a seven iron, just a little pitching, or maybe a pitching wedge into the six yard box and say, "Get at that." Attack it. That is the man I but want the, on you the know end. The massive problem with Andy Carroll is the massive problem that is Andy Carroll. And there you go. He is his own self <laughs> self fulfilling the black, disease. The black hole self implosion. If I'm, you look around <laughs> Newcastle, um, I won't. No one. I refuse to. No one is fit. No. It's like he turned up. It's like obviously a rat bit Andy Carroll in right. 1664. <laughs> Because, you know, and he's got a little bit. But he's carried on. He's, you know, he's, he's pressed on. As, Classic Kaza. As one does. As one does. He's taken down the entire Newcastle <laughs> team in his, in his wake. Yeah. Well, today, <laughs> the Dummett's out for the rest of the season. So is the, the lad who got injured early on in the Chelsea game. Who was that? The fullback for Newcastle. I forget his name. Anyway, he's out as well. With the, he's ruptured his ACL. So Carroll is this... This disease that seems to be spreading throughout whatever team he goes to. He goes, all right, Gary. Oh, But having said, having said all this... All right, Steve. Whoop. But having said all of this, at least Newcastle, a team languishing towards... All right, mid-table this season, but, but traditionally nearer the bottom than Tottenham or United. Even they've got a substitute striker who's there willing to play, you know, 15 starts a season. If yeah. they can do it, if Man City can do it, why can't Spurs or United? That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to revolutionise the, the squad game. Bring it back to your point. You make an excellent one. Um, I'd have you up front. Kane's out injured, right? Grit a lot of people wouldn't. So well, I would. Uh, so there are I believe, I believe. Thanks, there, guys. There are Do you know what I like? 
No, but there's, and not, there's that, no limits. It's a tale of two marks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm gonna draw a, 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 a quick conclusion to that because it was a weekend of lots of other mental things going on. Like yeah, it was a mad weekend, wasn't it? And then, yeah. uh, I mean, Sky must be furious because they're two games on Saturday. Or sorry, BT and then Sky. Nil-nil and a one-nil. So, uh, talking more about the transfer window, which is uh, massive for January, um, uh, Chelsea's business, they're back in business. And Cavani, would he be... He'd be an ideal... I mean, I again, United or Spurs. Let me tell you what he feels like, Martin. He feels like that sort of Ferguson signing, the Henrik Larsson sort of signing. A player who's been a superstar... Maybe you know on the on the back end of their career now, because still without a doubt offer something for six Correct. months, a year, eighteen months. Why not? I'm going to interject into Milan. Uh, Victor Moses, I see, to join the party, uh, Mr. Webster, uh, into Milan signing these guys. It seems to work. It's almost like the Galacticos Retirement Club. <laughs> I, I, I like this. I mean, I, you know, I, I like this specifically, but actually, young getting yes. Get Good on him, man. Good on him. Oh, fucking I, I, right. I cannot. I, w- I, I, I would shake his hand <laughs> as, he, as he got there because that geezer has earned his right Correct. to have Absolutely. whatever the next two seasons. Have a nice two seasons in Milan. That man is a, is a, is a peach of a professional <laughs> football player. I love him. I love him. I, re- I, I watched him. Ten peaches. When he was at, West, when he was at Aston Villa. And I was at West Ham and I watched him when the ball got cleared and he collapsed on the floor every single time the ball arrived at him and Villa got a free kick. And that was the only gig he had in town. We need to, we need to bang it in the box. Never so close ke- your so eyes. basically the keeper would clear it and he would go, oh, referee, that's appalling behaviour. Surely well, I'm the defender that's upon me. Perfect for Italy, though, in a lot of ways. Well, correct. But So it's not just Young uh, and he it's not just Victor Moses. He might be perfect for him. But we're also talking about Olivier Giroud might be going there. Giroud. But you know what? It seems to be working. They're not far off top you of the league in, in Italy. You know the nines. Come I'm on, you're of the nines. I prayed for a nine. I, I, you're I, a nine. Would you? Would you? Would you have another I'd go? To, well, it's all about if you ever have a chance to go. This is the thing about Giroud. I think I love about Giroud is it's like it's he was the really good version of me. Uh, like I was like a really poor version of him. So imagine you're like yourself. I like you can head, you can beat people in the air. You can get in the end of it. You can hold it up. But at the at sixty minutes, you look unfashionable. You always look unfashionable. And Peter Crouch is an embodiment of that. But Peter Crouch is brilliant on the deck in the air. Every, so you keep him on for the last thirty. But me, if I hadn't scored in the first sixty. Get him off. So is the he last... one of them? Is he, yeah. is he a first no, 60 My man? point being that Giroud is obviously better than that. But my, uh, you are the easy option to take off. So Martial might have said that under previous managers or like you look at players that actually in the last 20 minutes would be more effective. So Martial, but don't bring him on for the last 20. Let him have the last 20. When the game opens up and he can cut up and go, do you know what? This fullback that I've spent 70 minutes working on, yeah, I will, I will capitalise on the last 20. And not, he gets subbed off under Moyes or whatever. But now, I think, I genuinely think that Oli gives just some of these players the 
the the license that they never had. Um, Rooney, when he was there, Rooney was stifled by uh, De, De Maria. He was stifled by Mata. It's like these players that stopped him getting the ball. I think there's an element that sometimes you can too many cocks can smile the smile the breath. Is that the? I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. So um, let's stick with that. But I, I, ge- I genuinely think there's too many players that can get involved and, and spoil it for the rest of them. So, but Giroud at Inter Milan, perfect. Yeah, I just went. I pontificated on the journey. Yeah. There. <laughs> like he, he, Thank he, you for letting me do that. He played forever. Foreverton, but not forever. I think he played for a long time. Yet he's not a guy that relies <laughs> on pace. He's. I think as he gets older, he'll get bigger, and that's not a bad thing for a guy who plays like that. No, he so can he use his body weight. He can. Kevin and I think that if this, by the way, if this experiment works of getting older players in from England and they win the league this season, uh-huh. Gareth Barry's I'd back in that. next season. <laughs> Gareth Barry's playing mid Gareth next Barry year. is going to be the pride of Europe. He's going to like uh, Boban. Boban, the genius midfielder. Unbelievable. He was one of my favourite players. Same here. Same here. Him yeah. and Prozanetsky, I used to I mean, just I was, love those two. Incre- Prozanetsky, uh, when he went to Portsmouth. Yes. So I was at Portsmouth Uni. My mates um, then took their kids to watch. It was like, it was insane. And I lived right near the ground. Prozanetsky would smoke. It, his game against Grimsby <laughs> away, he was out smoking fags no. in the car park. I swear to God, he came in and no one could get close enough to get his autograph. <laughs> I swear to God. Was he, it the, the pool of smoke? They was lit. But Grimsby is this weird anomaly of a club where they respect, like, uh, well, a lot of football clubs do it, but the, the quality of Prozanek, he, he couldn't get near it. No one could get near him. <laughs> And so he'd come off the pitch and was like, do you want a tab? Do you want a tab? And um, he was in his uh, um, Portsmouth tracksuit. My mate, who was a massive Portsmouth fan and went had a season ticket, said that Prozanecki did things. If you can find him on YouTube doing stuff at Portsmouth, you'll understand. But he was just... Stafford Genius. He's one of those Stafford Genius men, is And um, And he can put a fag on. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What a guy. All right, so thanks um, for joining us tonight. It's uh, Telly Two Marks with. Is that what we're calling it? Well, it's how we're ending it. Yeah, so, Mark Smith, uh, Mr. Webster, always a pleasure. You're Thank always, you. You're always Martin. welcome. You're always Thank welcome. you. Um, thanks for joining us tonight, um, and Mr. Smith. Where can we hear you both? <laughs> uh, you can get me I'm uh, hosting a new show for Football 365 Football 365 yeah yeah it's a brand new show Mark. can I Mark. promote this hey I'm going to do it now it's a new show you can get it on their website football365.com or on any of their social media channels Twitter whatever um, it's a uh, a web series and every week it's me Football 365 journalist and then a guy from entertainment and we'll talk about stuff. We'll I really enjoyed the first show. Thanks, man. Yeah, first one went out. It was, it was a review of 2019. That's already out and available now. And we go weekly Daniel from February Story. the 20th. Yeah, the first one's Daniel Story, who's a uh, journalist at Football 365 and The Independent and others. And Alfie Brown, who is Alfie a, was great. I really yeah, really good, very isn't funny. He? Yeah. Check funny that out, football365.com. You're a very good host on that as well, hey, thanks, I man. might add, but I don't, you know, that, I know that's me being wise. Mr. Webster. I know you're looking at me and Craig's going, what is all this promotion going I'm, on? I'm I da- encourage I'm you. I'm done. To, I encourage you to do the same. I'm done. Um... You, uh, <laughs> let's go. go. Well, listen, it was a pleasure to have you on the show tonight. Um, Podfather, Mark Cheers, Webster. Rakes. 
genuinely uh, great to see you again, um, uh, Mr. Smith. Great to see you. Yeah, thanks, man. Good I, to was, see you. It was too. a mental weekend of it, so thank you, and producer Leon, for pulling that together. And then um, we'll be back next week. See you soon. This is a playback media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.